Yeah, so you know, I'm up at this cat birthday party the other day. Who you talking about? Mm-hmm. Talking about Charlie Black shit at the red? Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't make that shit. Yeah. So I'm up at their birthday. I ain't bring them nothing. So I see everybody up there got stuff for them. So I walk up to the table. They ain't got no soy sauce up there, B? No, they ain't put no fucking soy sauce in the back, man. Yeah, well, hey, yo, niggas always Mitch, do Mitch, that Mitch, shit, Mitch. Man. Fuck the soy sauce, man. Mitch, can I tell a story? I walk up to the table, right? Pick up the cake. Mush it in his face, some happy birthday. Niggas are probably looking at me like I'm bugging. I saw that nigga mad love, B. We ain't looking at you like you bugging, man. You bugging, man. This nigga I, be thinking that type of shit is funny. You took the whole cake and mushed it in his face? Whole cake. What's up with this nigga here, man? That's love right Why there, man. Doing that, B? I'm sitting at the nigga birthday party up like that. I know what the was this. You chose to start his heart. Nah, it's it's hard regardless. It's always... I mean, because I'm hearing complaints from people that are doing just all kinds of shit, whether, you know, especially, I think it becomes more difficult when you start having to depend on um, other people. Ooh. I think when that's for to, anything. When you have to, yeah, but I might, especially when your money starts depending on it as far as, like, how you're getting paid, that's when shit becomes difficult. And then when you have to, you're responsible for, like, submitting these things up and filing whatever paperwork to the state, the government, and everything like that, as opposed to an employer. I understand why certain people are like, nah, fuck that, because it's not worth the headache. I mean, to be completely honest, like, growing up, I had no intentions of ever being a business owner. That was never on my agenda whatsoever. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just work for somebody, make a whole lot of money, and go home at the end of the day. Because I felt like, honestly, it was the easier route. I felt like I seen hella people struggle, you know, in the, like, beginning of the shit, beginning of making a business. And I ain't really want to go through that. I really realized that, you know, you can just have certain skills, whatever these skills were. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to do, you know, some medical shit. <laughs> Navy said fuck no to that. But anyway... <laughs> Boy, so, your boy too, man. Like, I thought, like, you know, I'll do some medical shit. I'll get paid, be an anesthesiologist, keep it moving. I never, ever, in my wildest dreams, was like, I want to own my own business growing up. Like, when I was a kid, that was not a thing. Like, yeah, I see people a, with businesses. I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. I think in the last, like, 10, 10 to 12 years, that's really become prominent in the black community now that people can, you can actually attain that. Like, that's something that you can actually get. And you can do that by yourself with, like, having minimal knowledge about it. Like, there's the internet, all that stuff, then you can find so much stuff on the internet about how to start a business and all that stuff now. Exactly. We are we are in the age of information, so a lot of shit is just easier. And then especially with um, the internet, social media, and what have you, it's just easier to uh, get that information. Easier and quicker to get information passed on. So I think what y'all represent as far as, like, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or at least when we were coming up, it, uh, I mean, it was always attainable, but the the know-how and having the uh, how to go about it and just that whole networking thing was a lot harder to do and it was a lot slower of a process. So now you can, you, you, you have so many avenues to get to commerce now, because a lot of times it's people selling stuff and it's harder to sell in your neighborhood as opposed to having access to everybody globally. Like now, 
I got, you know, know people that starting up juice companies now that are shipping across, you know, that are that are doing shipping or whatever. You couldn't do that shit in I mean you could you could have done it in nineteen ninety, but how hard would it have been to call in a one eight hundred hotline and say, Hey, you know, put me down for, for three bottles. Now we got PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's crazy to me is like that you can go outside of your community and people will buy your stuff without even knowing you. But the people inside of your community don't want to see you be great. Oh, my God. Like, it's crazy. They grew up with you. They did all this stuff with you. And they supposedly fuck with you. Quotation marks from the people that can't see. Uh, They won't they won't help you out. Like, come on, bro. That's because niggas is hateful. Ooh, it's that crab in a bucket mentality to the uh, fullest, and I don't think us right. black people understand it enough. It is the truest shit I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. We would rather see somebody else succeed that we don't know, have no connection to whatsoever than just to allow or see our friend or see our brother or see whatever, you know what I'm saying? Somebody we know, somebody we grew up, say, and go and get it. I'm telling you, most people die from people in their neighborhood once they get money. And that is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's a reason for it, though. It is not. I wouldn't say it's just a, a black person thing, but there's a there's a reason for it, especially when we are, you know, usually to be the short of it is that being marginalized like that. Oh, it was only we, we get conditioned to there's only but so much room for you, you blacks to get into this space right here. Anyway, ah, so true, true, true. We pre we precondition like that. I think we're just now getting to a point where we're really starting to see, and you know, it's going to take time. I think a lot of people think that the changes that you're looking for are going to happen over. They're not going to happen in our lifetime. It's been happening way, you know. Yeah, way before our lifetime. Almost like what half a millennium at least. Yes, yes, yes. So, it has. This is just the surface, like, and it's yeah. been happening for the last sixty years. Like, we just skimming the surface of what could potentially be, like they said, like the uh, what was it, Black Wall Street? Like, we could literally have that again if we just shout out uh, to Love Lovecraft Country or whatever the name of the show is. I just like you yeah. for having that episode because ignorant, uh, I was ignorant to the fact that they called in the National Guard to bomb on. Oh! You didn't know. I didn't know. I did not know that part. I thought it was I, my understanding of it was like you know obviously they set up this um, environment yeah. where they were thriving and yes. they came through and they shut it down and I thought it was on like a level of like a lynch mob a police type oh, of thing. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know it was like from government officials. Yes, federal, like it was government. it was a federal the federal government said no 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 we need to shut this the fuck down today like right now this shit is going dead. Coming through with airplanes and bombing and everything like that, you know, yeah. but I'm always so I'm always open to learning though. So I I was very I was uh very enlightened by watching that shit. There's that, that another shit show that talked about it too called Watchers. Well, The Watcher was on HBO. Woo, I like how they did it as well. Um, so it that one made me like really go back into it a little bit more to understand it because I have an impression as you. I thought it was just like some like a mob of people, a mob of white people in the town came to the town and that's how I got burnt down type thing. But then I was looking at pictures of it and I was like, there's no way, you know, just some people with some some pitchforks and 
some guns did this. There's no way that happened like that. Oh, like it was like a whole city. Like they talking about it was a block, bro. It was like a whole Yeah. It was a whole city that got destroyed. And I'm like, yo, this is some like Hiroshima type shit. Like, what the fuck, bro? There's no way that this some pitchforks and some fire, you know, just did this. And then that's when I realized, like, yo, like the National Guard came in to drop bombs on this town because they were rioting. What? And then they'll try to tell you, like, hey, you know, that, that happened so long ago. Let's get past it. You know, like, nah, that's not even but 100 years ago at this point. That's relatively, I know, I know people who are 100 years old, which means I know people who were alive back then. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what are y'all talking about? But even, so if you were talking about now that you weren't, like, you didn't expect to be in entrepreneurship and everything like that. What was you trying to do? Like, what was what was you trying to do before that? Then, or would you would you thought you was gonna do outside of the um the medical thing? Like, oh, aspirations, dreams, or whatever. What what was that hitting on? So, like, I, I like okay. Let me let me really start. Like, I've seen entrepreneurs growing up. It wasn't like I didn't see entrepreneurs growing up. My uncle, he owns his own car, his own car mechanic. He's a car mechanic. He owns his own shop. I was at his shop all the time. Yeah, I remember. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have 100 had always been like going to barbershops, and I've seen black-owned barbershops. I've seen black-owned stores. You know, so I thought it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've seen entrepreneurship. I've seen what owning stuff could do for you. But those people didn't have any more money than people I've seen that were like lawyers or that were like doctors or somebody who, who worked for somebody who just had a skill or profession. So to me, I was like, all right, so I can start from the ground up. I mean, I mean, and again, I was thinking from a simple mind cause I was a kid. I can start from the ground up and I can, you know, own this one thing and it'll be all mine. Or I can go to school, go to college, get, get some education and then work for somebody and make the same amount of money that this person who started from the ground up still had to go to college, still had to do all the paperwork and stuff to to get to this point and still had to go through the struggle. I, I could struggle for four years, get an education, be ready to go. Also, that's before I didn't know, like, you could just get a, a job straight out of college. Like, I didn't know that wasn't right. a thing, you know. I didn't know you had to have experience along with a college degree to get a to get a. I didn't, I didn't know this. So I'm thinking, it's a false dream. That's why I don't, I don't even like college no more, bro. Keep it hot. Like, I don't. Like, I feel like it's an entire sham. And, like, all of it. Uh, I'm like. That's, that's dicey. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a certain thing. It's not just going to class and you know, you get the grades and then you just turn out and get the job. As a person who did the college thing, yeah, true, true, true. you also have to like, this. the part that I missed was like, I didn't do this stuff like networking, getting yeah. the internship. It, it's, it's more or less you're supposed to use it as a, a magnified in, or a, a, a controlled environment. That's what I'm trying to say, not magnified. Oh. A controlled environment on how to operate within the world. And you can do it in this small community right here. And that's where the college, you know, certain colleges are just not good or don't have that. But if you do the networking, the internship, and they're bringing the opportunities to you and you take advantage of it, you can really, um, like, you can really take it to the next level. Now, the problem is that colleges cost too damn much. College costs way too fucking much. Like, so they, they'll give you this entire environment and then you'll you'll be you'll be in debt to that environment that you went to for so long that it doesn't make sense. And they make so much money off of you. Like, it's crazy. 
and you don't and you don't get a job right out of college. If you do the networking, maybe you could, but it's not a high level paying job enough because of that experience that you don't have. Wouldn't have matter with you anyways, because you probably would have been on somebody's damn gridiron or dunking on niggas as we saw you do at, at Corey. I mean, so, if we being on a, honest, on scholarship. So yeah, you, 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 you quit your belly aching. I, I I'm just saying, like. But it was it's always hard though, like, cause I was I was doing the whole athlete thing and I was being a bio major. Like, those two things don't go together. Like Hell no. they don't go together. <laughs> like, when people talking about they they doing like degrees in college for football, it's like kinesiology degrees and all this other stuff that don't take as much time and effort as a like a true bio major or somebody that's doing like a specific study like cardiology mm-hmm. or neurology. Bro, it it is way different, like the the in depthness that you have to go through too. Yeah. I know, crazy. I know a particular person that because you know I did engineering, I did computer yeah. engineering, and I know somebody oh. else that did computer engineering that was in the um, the marching band. And my and my man, my man is he killed it, but you could tell he was like he was stressed, or it was just it was always the grind, it was always the hustle having to be somewhere. Especially in that. The people who uh, pledge uh, fraternities and sororities, like, they made me. I didn't do it. Couldn't do it. No, Not enough time in the day, bro. Like, you got to do all of that stuff. You got to practice for band, for whatever you're in, for four mm-hmm. to five hours. You got class for six hours. Then you got to study. You got to do the, the homework. Bro, what are, what are y'all doing out here? And they taking all your money. And you ain't got, no, you ain't got that much to eat to get oh. the set. Oh. at certain times. Bro, I'm not going to and bro, like ah, it was it's it's a grinding college, like, and I, I respect so many people for going through that grind, but that's why I just had to end it, and that's how I ended up in the navy. Like, I was just like, I can't do this. It's tough. But shout out to all the people that did. Hey, look, Stubbs, you one of them. You know what I mean? Not I me. still ended up in the navy too. I still- <laughs> <laughs> right beside you, because I didn't do. I got, I got out. I got out, and them two years, those were a rough. Two years for me, 2011, 2013, having them peaks and valleys up and down personally back at my pop's crib. Had a stupid ass uh, girlfriend at the time. There's all types of bullshit going on, man. Your your dreams not turning out how you envisioned it or whatever, and having to readjust and map it out and everything like that. Shout out to the shout out to the support system I had for uh, keeping me afloat. That's amazing. But what I didn't know is. You know that that whole college grind that y'all talk about. I, I've been going to college in the Navy, but it, for me, it's like oh, I take two classes here, I take a class here. It's it's easy. It it just seems like easy yeah, to me. It's you know easy what I'm like that when you have like you might have a class or two, but imagine having three hard ass classes in the same semester, and oh, you have. No. Like, it's really like when you go to college full time. It's that's literally a full time job. You have to all you're doing. Like, oh, so, yeah, you have, you know, you, you working on different subjects. So mad about certain stuff because they, they have these things that are like, you have to do this before you can do this class. Like, I took a Christian theology class. What I need to be taking Christian theology for, what do you got to do with biology? Pre-rex. Damn. The pre-rex is a bitch. Not a damn. Bro, like, it's so dumb. I just think college is a shame, like, for the average person. It's just, the average person know. shouldn't. The average person shouldn't be going to college. I will say that. So the average person should not need a college degree to, to live their life, what y'all saying? No, the average person just ain't going to be able to do it because they're oh. fucking idiots. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. Mean, 
colleges. That's, that's, they put the colleges for everybody, but what's for everybody is to learn a trade of some sorts. I agree school. with that. I think trade should be pushed way more because me learning this trade has saved, has changed my life dramatically. Learning this trade, I mean, I'm going to get a degree. I'm going to get an associate's degree, but learning this trade, getting these certs, 100% changed the whole trajectory of my life for the positive. Like, and I, and I don't even know what else to say about it. like like wholeheartedly. If I don't join the Navy, if I don't learn this trade, I have no idea where I'd be right now at twenty five. I was just about to ask you if you weren't if you weren't doing this Navy shit, what would you be doing? I mean, I would like to say, oh, I'd be like just finishing college yeah, or whatever. Scenario. Like you know, like I would love to say the best case scenario, but yeah. at the time when I was eighteen and I had like nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a support, I had an amazing support system. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that would have probably kept me afloat and kept me going. But I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like I said, I wanted to do something in the medical field, something, you know, that was going to make me money. At 18, that was my only motivating factor. I need to make money. Like that is, that's what it was. And, you know, at the time, I was doing things that was going to make me money. Was it the best <laughs> things? No, it weren't the best things, you know, to be doing at that time. But that's what I was doing. So, you know, really and truly, like, me joining the Navy definitely changed a lot in my life very, very quickly. Like, giving me uh, a, a place to look towards that I could really do, you know, and and then, boom, immediately seeing, like, people that look like me in positions over me definitely really helped like oh I could be there one day not realizing that the Navy wasn't going to be for me or it's not be the the best thing for me and what I want to do in my life but at the time you know I didn't know what I want to do in my life I had I had really never left Greensboro North Carolina so I mean I took some travel I've been to New York I've been to a couple places but I had never really left my hometown and really been away from my hometown, away from my family. So that first two months in boot camp was off, off top. It was like, what the, what is going on here? You might be that episode of The Wire when he was, uh, when he was driving, they were driving out of Baltimore and the radio stopped working. And he was like, man, your radio kind of trash. And he was like, nah, we out of range. And he was like, wait, the radio, the radio station in Baltimore, you can't hear that in, in D.C. or you can't hear that in Richmond. He had never, he had never been that far. He'd never been out of Baltimore, except for like one trip. But it was like for a, a, a few hours and it was there and back. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I want, it was- I want to ask you a question about something that we saw that I'm sure that everybody saw on social media this past week. This man, little baby. So, oh my god! <laughs> oh, we get now we getting into the bullshit. This is yeah, juicy. He decided that he wanted to step out. I guess of what you call it on his baby mother uh, with Miss London, and she decided that she wanted to post on Twitter how much that he paid her and all this other stuff. What do y'all think about all of that? Honestly, honestly. He can do whatever the fuck he want to do. It's, it's him. It's her. You know what I'm saying? They want to have sex. They want to have sex. It's fine. I feel like neither one of them, you know, I feel like, you know, legally speaking, you know, because I have to speak legally, uh, money should not be exchanged for sex. That is illegal. Uh, you should not do that. But uh, we all know that there's some type of exchange when it comes to sexual favors when you two are not, you know, uh, in a committed relationship. So, 
Uh, I mean, he can do what the fuck he wanted to. He want to pay her seventeen thousand dollars to have sex with her. Fuck it. <laughs> I just thought it was crazy because, like, she she signed the NDA. Like, what are you oh, doing? She gonna get that. He gonna get that money. Oh, back. Did, did she? What are you doing? Yes. Yeah, she signed the NDA. Oh, yes. idiot! What an idiot! <laughs> and then she posted like they conversation was saying, and what he said was like, "Why are you doing that? Why are you moving like that? Like, I did that." on purpose for you to keep your, like, basically keep your mouth shut, and you just decided to tell everybody, like, chill out. You're showing you, show you untrustworthy. Yeah, no, that's what, the, that's what the issue is. I don't find, yeah. I've never, I've never personally paid for sex on a uh, COD, cash and delivery type basis, but I don't judge anybody for, do, for doing that, because that's typically, you know, keep it a buck. These rap niggas, these entertainers, these athletes, whatever, are paid for escorts usually, and that's how they're getting so many women or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or if they they're running around, and then you probably have the groupies things and everything like that. But a lot of them women be with the undesirable or the undesirables, or they after something depends on you know it's just a lot of whatever. But for the average man, especially, I don't judge them for paying for sex because you know to get sex out of a woman, unless. It's just hard. It's hard. It's hard. I'm not even about to be firing the shots. Hey, man. It's hard. It's hard out here. So I I get it. I personally just have gone without. That's I I personally haven't either. Let me just put that out there. But it's only because it's it's only because of my my ego wouldn't allow me. What's that look right there? Oh, y'all ain't never been on no 10 and a half month deployment. That's 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 what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. So, Y'all ain't never been to the four floors of whores in uh, in Singapore. You know what I'm saying? I, got, I mean, I got homies that went down the DR, and was, yeah. and, and I've seen the pictures, and they they got some of the finest women for about fifty bucks. So, bitches. <laughs> as I said, Hong I don't. I, I do not blame. I just have not oh. been in the position to do that, oh, and I have too much in, in this. Lifestyle that I live right now, I have too much ego to oh, be yeah, giving yeah. a chick two hundred dollars for her to come and have sex with me. Oh yeah, yeah, God, God gave us Vaseline and fingers <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> oh my God, you, you still use Vaseline? Yeah, <laughs> that shit's efficient. <laughs> oh, jeez, come on, my man said it's efficient. That shit's efficient. <laughs> Uh, so y'all think y'all ever think uh, James Harden gonna leave the Rockets? I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he leaving. Do I think he wants to leave, or do I think that the no. owner is going to let him walk? Let him go. No, the owner's not gonna let him go. Oh, he not gonna let nothing. him. No, not no, 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 no. What's about to happen is he he got two choices. He also did sign his extension. So here's what's gonna happen: you're gonna either have to trade this man to get something, or let him walk. So he's going to have to trade James Harden. That yeah. is the bottom line. I would wait he to trade him has to, to trade him. But I'm gonna trade him to an undesirable team and get and get draft picks because some undesirable team is going to want him and they're gonna no. give they're gonna give the house for him. Like that's cool. But you're gonna go over here and guess what? Because you, you wanted to be an asshole, I can be an asshole too. See you later. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. He he just I'm going for whoever got the best deal because the owners, the owners a lot of the owners are not worried about the titles or competing or whatever. They're worried about profit and money and what they're... Yeah, they're, they're worried about putting butts in seats. Yeah, which are right now. Yes, which is so, and, <laughs> and James Harden does that. I don't understand 
how anybody could watch a, James, uh, a game with James Harden in it and be like, man, this is an amazing game because that game that James Harden plays is some ugly, it's some ugly, it is, ugh. it's, shit, it's worse than watching man, LeBron. Ugly when he off. When he okay. on, okay. When he, uh, it's, it's on fire. Like, uh, I mean, how many, how, how many times you got to go through the free throw line? How many times is, are they, like, how is this happening so much? They can get I like mean, 27 attempts. It's a difference between, it's an art to draw a foul. Like, He's drawing the fouls on people because they stick. They decided, well, you want to stick your hand in there? Oh, gotcha. Sorry. And I'm going to get the end one. Now I got to shoot free throws. That's your fault. Like, He's like number one flopper in the league. I don't know about that. Chris Paul be doing that. Uh, what's that boy named? Patrick Beverly. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still putting Harden number no, one. No, no, I put James Harden number one. James Harden is number one flopper in the league. But James Harden does get to the line and he has mastered the art of getting a foul like it's it's just the truth he has mastered the art of getting a foul i just don't as as Stubbs was saying i, I can't see how somebody could be like oh that's a good game this man is getting to the free throw line 37 times today he scored he scored 63 with 37 attempts at the free throw line like I, what and then he missed like 17 threes like what well, i don't see how you were like that's a good 60 point game he'll be three from 20 with 63 points and it's like you realize like 60 percent of the points came from the uh from the line, that's when it's different. That's when I don't like it. But when he's more efficient, because he'll he'll never shoot like a 45 percent, forty five to fifty percent, like from the field, because he takes so many shots. He literally takes thirty shots a game. Like yeah, he's only going to make like fourteen of them. Like fourteen or lower, like is crazy. But he's going to hit by fifteen free throws, fifteen sixteen free throws though. That's wild. That's okay. just not a good game. That's just not a fit. Like, like Kobe said, he'll never win. He'll never win a championship like that. He'll never win a championship like that. Like, that's, why they, that's why people are saying that he's gonna have to change his game wherever he goes. Like somewhere, wherever he goes, he's gonna have to change his game. What does he change his game to? This has been his game for for. He needs to go. It's kind of like a hybrid, and when he they had him playing the point guard position, when they had him bringing the ball. Oh, up the court, true, 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 true. That was. That was that wasn't really, if, from my recollection, a bad um, season for him. Yeah, he cut but down he, on all his turnovers a lot that season, actually. But the thing is, is like you know, these everybody the the thing with the league is that there's so many ball dominant players in the oh, league true. right now, and that's kind of the like that off the ball. That's the thing of like the that Kobe era that those players from that generation is like the last of that thing where. They knew how to play off the ball, except for if your name was Iverson. You you knew where to be at to be ready for the pass. That's true, though. He's be ready being for real. That's why Kobe won so many of them championships. Uh, Derek Fisher or what's that boy name? Uh, was Roy? Roy? Damn, what's it? Robert Ory? Yeah, Robert Ory. Robert Ory? Oh, I thought yeah. you about to say Rick Fox at first. Yeah, like <laughs> those those people, like off the ball players. <laughs> were great players for him because they could hit the shots when he needed them to. Like, I mean, you don't always need a ball in your hand to make a good shot or make an impact on the game. Like, you make it seem like Kobe passed him that ball, though. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't make it seem like Kobe passed him that ball. Kobe, Kobe back then was ignorant. <laughs> right. with this okay. I'm just saying, Kobe, my guy. You, you think about the best player on that team, it was Kobe. Like, oh, Kobe. yeah, yeah. Kobe hit the shots, and then when they were also hitting for him around. You know what I'm saying? But but don't make it seem like Kobe was driving to the rim and saw that he had four people on him. It was like, ooh, let me pass this open Derrick Fisher in the corner. No, it wasn't like that. It was like, oh, I'm still I'm still trying to score. Like I'm going to shoot this right in your eyeball. <laughs> the problem is that a lot of them shots would just drop. 
Kobe would yes. take some. Kobe would take some. It's the same thing with Curry. Curry would take Curry shot selection drives me insane, crazy. But the thing is that they drop, and you, so you, you can't say shit. And they consistently drop. They really behave. I'm hope. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Curry comes back this season, and they don't even. <laughs> the team don't have to win. I just want him to be busting these niggas' ass all season long to shut these niggas the fuck because niggas are hating on Curry. Something I don't see how you can hate on him, like I don't know. because because he, he's the reason why he's a big reason why LeBron and them or LeBron's finals record is what it is. Not and true. We hang that and we hang that shit over here. So it's a lot of the LeBron fans. They they get sick. They get sick with Curry because that little light skinned nigga from Akron was busting his ass. True. Time in, time True. Out. It's just what it is. And not only and it, with it, and to add insult to injury, it wasn't just one light skinned nigga. There's another light skinned nigga that's his brother. Right. Ew. Not, splash, 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 brother. Not his real brother, but the splash bro. That, that might be the best. Hey, speaking of off ball players, that might be the best. That's the best off ball player in the league. Yeah. That is the best off ball player in the league. Or at least at the time when he was playing, because three dribbles, sixty points. How? How? All right, bro. Then he put up like thirty-seven in a quarter. Yes, then they in a quarter. To, Steve Kerr, a whole ass is gonna try to decide to take him out of the game. Oh, when he, yeah, when he when he beat the three-point record, Steve Kerr was like, "Yeah, you got to come out." What for? What? Why, why would you not let him continue shooting threes? Like, let him get, let him get twenty-three if he wants to. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's hot. The man, the man is hot. Feed him. Feed him the ball. Pass the ball. But yeah, um, the uh, the only thing about it this year I have seen uh, with Golden State, their first game, they are not kicking the ball to Steph like they normally do. You know how Golden State normally passing the ball four, five, six times, and I think that's what it is. All these young cats, these new people on the team, they don't know that we're supposed to kick this ball, or at least you know you you. Yeah, you caught the ball in the corner, but if somebody real close to you, if you kick the ball to the right twice, boom, that's a wide open three versus you taking this mildly contested three. And I saw this happen at least ten times on that on that preseason game. I think that'll think that'll change like later into the season. They'll they'll be able to understand like everybody's placement and where they all need to be on oh, the court and like passing the ball. And then I just I just think they'll come together. I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs, We're trying to playoffs. Play. <laughs> I don't know about that. Playoffs. They barely won a game last year. Playoffs. Dude, why you talking about the playoffs? Play? They won fifteen games last year. Playoffs. <laughs> you talking about the playoffs? They in the West. The playoffs. Yeah. I don't hold last year against them though. I mean that whole team was. Oh no 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 no. I mean Durant left, and then the team was the like two. Yeah. Of the pre of the year previous, you mean to tell me of your best four players, three of them are not playing? Like, yeah, they all got injured immediately. Yeah, I don't I don't hold it against them. I don't hold it against them at all. Don't get me Nobody wrong. Nobody hold that last season against them at all. So we'll you see know, how it, at least at, at, as long as it doesn't get it in, interrupted or whatever, we'll see how the season goes. So this will be a real man. ring, and I feel like honestly, feel like the Lakers got it in the bag. Like that I team mean, is un. That, th- that team is unfairly stacked. I don't yo, care. They, they got Wesley Matthews. Then they got Dennis Schroeder and Montrez. Yo, why did they? Why did they let that happen? Both of the Gasol brothers. Both the yeah. Well, I don't know if Paul has officially signed yet. Oh, he gonna come back. Yo. 
I think Paul is coming back, but but uh, <laughs> uh, Mark Mark is officially signed. What I just wanted to say is fucking wild. Is that you know the varsity Clippers team lost to the JV Lakers team, which is just wild. That boy is a bucket. I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. That game. boy was yeah. balling. Bro, he's a bucket. And LeBron that, is one of the people, y'all better watch out for that boy. He's he a bucket. He had 19 points in like 14 minutes yesterday. I, just, I still can't believe you. You know who's trash to... today? Paul George, yet again, playing in $5 million. Trash. Yeah, he signed that extension, and I don't know how they, how they offered him that. Boy, I'm about to. What, what was it that uh, Smith said last week about about the Eagles having them drink? That, that Paul George thing has got me on edge like that. I saw it, and my jaw just hit the floor. Like what? What the? What the fuck is this? Two hundred twenty-five mil for what? What y'all paying him for? A super, like he's deserving of a of a super max. Where? No. Where? No. He just he deserving of a twenty million dollar contract. <laughs> We're going to give him the veteran's minimum. Minimum, <laughs> uh, like, 2.6. Oh, no, no, no. But, I mean, he ain't, he ain't he, worth he, no damn 40, 40, like, 39, 40. Like, what? He, what? Shit the bed. he shit the bed in Indiana. He shit the bed in Oklahoma City. He shit the bed with the Clippers. I've been on this nigga's neck all three of those years. Like, <sighs> that shit is wild. It's, oh, that, that boy's name is Horton Tucker. Yeah, I said it's Horton Tucker. Did you hear me? Boy had, I mean, boy had 19 points. I know he was balling, but I know he had 19 like on their heads like that. It's the preseason. Are you serious? I mean, Paul George only had 10 points. Yeah. Paul George played like 10 minutes. He played the nah. same amount of time, I think, bro. No, no, no. Him and, him and Tucker played the same amount of time. My bad for the helicopter. Oh, you know, it's what happened when you were in the boys in the hood. Edge watch. I'd be fresh as hell at the fans watching. What you been listening to? Oh, oh, you know for real, for real what I've been listening to? I've been listening to this podcast. This podcast is so good. I'm not going to lie. It's called um, This Something. Why can't I remember it? But what it's about is um, musicians and stuff and like their backstories. By their backstory. Huh? Dissect? Oh no 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 no! no, no. It's this something, this Graceland. So the one I the one I listened to yesterday on my walk to work was about Chuck Berry. <laughs> what I didn't know about Chuck Berry? Well, I did know Chuck Berry invented rock and roll. I have seen uh, yeah. what's the name of that Cadillac Records. I have seen Cadillac Records. I didn't understand the first time I saw it because I was a little too young. Watched it again, I was a little bit older. Definitely made a whole bunch more sense. That boy Muddy Waters was killing the game. Muddy anyway, Waters. that boy Muddy Waters. Um. But yeah, so I found about Cadillac Records and and all that stuff. But Chuck Berry apparently was addicted to sex. Oh, oh, big facts. Big, big addicted to sex. Back of a call. Hello? (laughs) Okay. What else? Uh, So apparently the man, he got arrested many times by the police. You know, that's what happens to black artists when you're making white people sing. Ah, you get it. But some shit he really did do that he got away with, like off the rip, like, he really got away with this shit by, like, paying, I want to say, like, equivalent to, like, millions of dollars now. Um, he was, like, recording women in the bathroom of his restaurants. Like, Jesus his Christ. multiple restaurants around, like, 
I forgot where it is. I can't remember where he had these multiple restaurants, but in the state he had these restaurants. But he was recording women in these restaurants. Yeah, and like sick ass nigga. And he had like good, like he had views. Like he had the back of the, the toilet view. He had a, on top of the toilet view. I'm Yo, telling you. You know what? Yep, I can see myself. Yep, this is where it's at. Yo, I'm he's telling you, human being. He had them all like cut, like he had somebody like editing them to make them all perfect. Oh my god! And so like it didn't, it wasn't just adults. It was like little little girls in here too. Like oh this man, this man, easily. Like when I tell you, like this got off with that shit. Like got off because the way they found it, the the police set him up. Somebody set him up to get to like find this shit out. But he got off by just paying some settlements and keeping people mouth shut. Um, and then he ended up serving like a little bit of jail time because they found some marijuana. So they really hit him hard on the marijuana charge. Then they hit him on the whole uh I don't I don't wanna I don't what is that called? Well, I don't even know what the name of that charge is, but you know what I'm saying? That's mad illegal. I know that. So that's what I've been I've been listening to Disgraceland. So I'm watch I'm gonna listen to the one about Ice T tomorrow when I walk to work. Fam. What kind of man or what kind what kind of pervert are you to be recording women when she getting ready to drop a deuce in the toilet? Like I don't want to see a woman taking a shit of his nothing. Ew. Hey. It's gross. Hey, I don't know what to say you. I don't know what to tell you, but I do know is he did it. That's that's what I know. Is it happened? Watching a chick white? That's gross. I'm telling you, they was all cut perfect too. Like there was the, the angle. Like when when the when the angle need to switch, the angle would switch. It was a full it was full forty five minute video to just chick after chick after chick. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, the shit was wild listening to it. Yeah. It was wild. This Graceland, amazing podcast. You should get on it. On Spotify or whatever. It's on Spotify. Oh, but they're moving to. Uh, Oh fuck! They're moving to to one of them. What? Um, they're moving to to one of like soon. I think it's like next month. Yeah, it's January something. They're they're all moving to uh, I think they're moving to little Amazon's podcast. Not nah, Disgraceland, like disgrace. Oh, like you're disgrace. disgrace. Oh, yeah, geez. Disgraceland. Because Absolutely. you know. Chuck Berry is the is really and truly the king of rock and roll. Like he created fucking rock and roll. Without him playing the guitar the way he did, and I found out he stole it from his piano. Or he standing for he stole it from his pianist. The chord that he played on his guitar that literally made rock and roll. Without him taking that and playing it on the guitar, we have no. Hi guys. Hey, we don't have any type of uh rock and roll whatsoever. So, I mean, the man is a legend. Don't get me wrong, but that's just wild. Yeah, that shit is wild. And nobody knows about it. Wild. Like, because y'all had no idea. Minus 500 points for the city, boys. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, boy. I did not know that. Hey, man. Is he a city boy? You know, certain times you just gotta you gotta disassociate yourself. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna stay away from that because I don't want to be put in a in a certain category. I'm gonna stay away from that. What? What? What category are you gonna get put in? Yeah, like, 
fuck are you talking about? Type of shit when you don't disassociate. That's that's what I'm talking about. All okay. right. Yeah, look, they was it. All right, hey, look at him. Look, see, look. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from, uh, but but it's but it is a. Uh, so, what have you been listening to? Is the question. Oh, nothing. Y'all ain't sent me nothing to listen to. What you mean? Whoa, you know whoa, 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 whoa! I definitely sent you that Brett album. We talk about the last podcast. I said y'all send me this stuff and then I listened to it. He said what he was gonna do it, and I know he sent you something. Did or did I not send you the Brett album? Did you? No. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. He says no. So we pulling up the receipts or we pulling up the receipts? We deal with receipts. If you can't show the receipt, it didn't happen. Uh, no. bro, what, what did you send it to me on? Because uh, I'm looking for it right now. Well, while y'all, fi- while y'all figuring out that, uh, is that a receipt? Oh, that, it, that's oh, it. Oh, I got that album already. Yeah, Brent Fraser, Fraser, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you telling me, but no, you was telling me how you didn't like the new R and B. You ain't you want only like Tory Lanez and his trash ass music, which is an R and B, might I add. So I don't. I, it's more pop than anything, but nonetheless, other than Broken a Minute, Broken a Minute is a good song. Um, but that damn straight R and B. Uh, so I was a hard right, bet. I'ma send you a new up and coming. He's not up and coming. This man's amazing. He's toward the world. Um, Brett Fazel. I'm assuming I need to know how to say his name. Is it Fayez or Fazel? I I know I want to call it Fazel though. I already know I want to call it Fazel. Hey, speaking of Fazel, speaking of Fazel, because I what was it? An album, an EP? Fazel, that, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. I that shit was wavy. I won't flex. That, that, that shit, was, shit was wavy. That damn I, top me is in my in my you know that Spotify 100. It's yeah. definitely there because I was I was begging that shit. Fazel song too. It's it is such a it's such a Fazel type oh, yeah. record. Everything that I know him to be and everything like that, he proved in the look. That shit was hard. Yeah, that was that was a that was a real life record. That was that was a real record right there. We know for a fact he did what he said. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'll just live vicariously through him for the rest of my life. Even the <laughs> album, even the album cover where he's where he's driving the boat for the chick, but she's like she's squatting. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's, that's my boy right there. That boy, that's a wild boy right there. He been like that. Shit. I was gonna post that shit on my IG, but I was like, I'm probably gonna get some some DMs from some people. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna <laughs> post that shit in a second because that shit is hard. I, I appreciate that one of the homies from Corey is out here making strides, like you know, really doing his thing. Hey, do you fuck with um London Drugs? Oh yeah, of course. So you listened to Burnout 4 that just came out Friday? I have not listened to Burnout 4. Boy. I fuck with London Drugs 100%. You know, the J-worthy right. type you shit. You know what I'm saying? P-worthy. You know? um, but I have not heard it. And now I need to. I now need to, 100%. That's Is Payroll on it? Is who? Is Payroll on it? They put Payroll nah, on it? I don't recall them being on it at all. Let me look at this shit there. I'm about, to, I'm about to pull it up. Now, I know June was on it. Uh, oh, I know he had, Mike, he had Michael Rappaport doing the... Um, oh, the, shit. Oh, this is the one I heard about then. Right. Okay. What are you uh, talking about? I guess I'll give it a listen. You talking about Fuck the World? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You telling me you, you saw that I sent it to you and you didn't listen to it? No, not Fuck the World. We talk, Y'all talking about the Burnout 4. 
Because he was talking about Michael Rappaport. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Michael Rappaport was doing because you know because he um on the on the other ones or whatever he'll have somebody like act like they calling in and leaving the voicemail or whatever, and yeah. they just they get on there talking their shit. He had Michael Rappaport do it this time, which is funny because you know Michael Rappaport be he's amazing with his cold switching or whatever because you know when he's talking on his white side. And when he's trying to be like hip hop and hard, that, yeah. that shit is comical to me. But no, that shit is fire. Anybody that can tell stories over oldies um, has always got a, a place with me in my music collection. Shout out to Ghostface Killer. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yo, quick question, because I want to bring up another uh, hip hop lore. Fictor fact or fic, fact or fiction? Did Ghostface and Raekwon really beef that hard? Raekwon said, and he was on Breakfast Club over the summer, and he said that it was just uh, movie cinematic. Uh, okay, freedom or whatever. As far as like, I think as far as like um, them coming up and spraying up the uh, apartment like that. And mind you, tangent. Fucking Wu Tang series sucks. All tangent. I agree. I, I thought I was gonna like it so much. I wanted to like it so fucking much. I really did. That shit was trash. Trash. I wanted to like oh, it so much. Gosh, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even. Don't waste your time. That Don't waste your time. And you can you look better. at my Hulu. It's on my Hulu though. If you do want to see it, <laughs> you better. You better off going to um their Showtime documentary. That shit was good. That shit was good. That shit was good. It's an eight-part documentary series about the Wu-Tang Clan. That shit is super good. Hey, bro. No, I think it's only four. I think it's only four. Nah, bro. That shit is like two hours hours of fucking episode. Like, that shit long as fuck. (laughs) But it was good, though. It it, it filled in a lot of them, uh, the blinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know how they have, it's too many people and they arguing over money because ain't no money to be made in Wu-Tang if you got to bust things down ten ways. That's true. Big facts. You got or you got to be selling Michael Jackson type numbers, and they weren't. You know, they were selling, but going platinum and going three times diamond is a whole different ball game. Nonetheless, um, yeah, he said it was it was like uh, artistic, magic, cinematic, movie, ma- movie magic. Thank you. Uh... But, but I mean, I never believed it anyways because I don't believe rappers. I don't believe rappers that rappers be lying yet again. I'm amazed. If I got to come on here every episode and say these rappers be lying, I will say these rappers be lying. As much as I listen to hip hop or rap music and like it and all that shit, it's entertainment at best. Yeah, I agree. I definitely have to agree with that statement. A depiction of one's life because they lying. I mean, what what was it? Uh, even even last night that I saw. What was it? Dog got up there. Everybody knows Dog is my favorite rapper of all time. Got up there talking about um, he was critical of Cardi B and WAP and how women should show or be more private about their intimacy and everything like that. Why? Well, no, first of all, are you Snoop Doggy Dog? Man, you don't love them hoes? The beginning of time, your songs, you are here talking about somebody need to be 
What? Uh, I don't get it, bro. I don't get why these male rappers be hating on female rappers so much. I really don't get it. I, it just makes no sense to me. Now, if they make a trash song, you say the song is trash, keep it moving. I I, I don't think that's hating. I think that's the truth. But the problem is when they be blowing up and they making these hot-ass songs, these hot-ass records, and people liking them, they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't. You can't. You can't do that. You can, hey, I'm just talking about the view. I'm talking about the numbers. I'm talking about the billboards. I'm talking about, you know, the, the stats that you can see that you can say I'm doing a, I'm doing numbers on this record. I'm yeah. not saying if it's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. if it's popping in the streets and people really playing it. Because, you know, people shouldn't be going to the club right now. So I shouldn't be hearing this record popping in the club, just being honest. But um, if... If the, if the if Billboard says it's popping, it's popping on TikTok. People loving it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it seems like as soon as this happens, male rappers come out and speak out and be like, ah, blase, blah, blase, this. You got to be a better woman, blase, this. Honestly, I never heard. I don't remember. I'm also not that old, but I've never seen a lot of things with people talking about Little Kim like that. Like I heard from hey, what dude. I've seen or heard is people was like, and it was refreshed by the fact that she was being so sexual. Like, it was like a, a liberating type thing. No, they, they spoke out against Kim Brown, Foxy Brown. They did. I don't think it was as uh, loud in the room as it is with uh, Cardi, with Cardi. Megan. Well, you know, at the same time, you know, Cardi's a dirty little roach. So, she kind of... Oh, that's oh, a and, bit much right there. What do you mean? It's the truth. Cardi... Cardi's a dirty little roach. I'm sorry. And she, and it, it, you know, they the put her she's like that. Like that's just how she is. If you like, you like. If you don't, you don't. Like I can give a fuck. And especially since you know they do, they do little shit like um, put her like the Democrats want to use her as the black representation, and we're going to speak to Cardi B for our political views. Like oh no, no I don't like she that, wasn't no. even. Like she wasn't even smart enough to like get her teeth fixed before she got the the breast augmentation and her butt done that you know looks ridiculous on her frame. Nah, what makes money? One doesn't. I see where she's coming from. I ain't gonna lie. What makes money? Teeth make money. Teeth is the number one investment you can have in your life. Not a profession before that. Nah, the teeth. Nah, didn't. not for, not for when you use your body to make money. No, it's not. It's just not. Keep your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm different. No, you no. It makes sense. Like in a corporate environment, of course, get your teeth done, forget your titties done. But when you're not in a corporate environment and you're you're literally you are a stripper and you are making money off how your body looks, a hundred percent, it would make more sense to invest money in your body to make more money off All your right. body before you do your teeth. I got a question for you. Then, how many how many males? You know, when male, us males, we talking about how we like our women built and everything like that. Yeah. How many? How often do you hear? The men be like, you know, I want my chick to have big ass titties. Often, I've, you're what? a liar. You're a liar. I'm not, how am I you're a liar? liar. You're, liar. you're telling me. You're telling me that 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 dude don't say I want my girl to have big ass titties. You're talking about in just like a hey, I'm building this person in my mind sense. Like, no, when a chick pulls up and you know you analyze the chick and everything like that. I know at least for black males, because I deal with okay. black males, the first thing that you hear is the ass. So I would get putting money into the ass, per se, before the teeth, if you're talking about the realms of stripping. But the average black male don't give a fuck about how big the titties are. As long as they, they percolate just a little bit and everything, they're good. Especially when you have the stupid ass. I wouldn't suggest... If I'm in the strip club, I don't care about her teeth. 
Like, I don't care. That's what we're saying. Fuck out of here. I do. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me in a strip club when you get your when you get your your your, your lemon pepper wings and you got your, you know you got your your, your rum and coat you know in the other hand you like damn that girl teeth them shit's bad bro she got to come over and give me a lap dance what she can't come over and give me a lap dance she got bad teeth first of all a stripper can't give me a lap dance for starters ah, I only support the stage and the pole you you can't <laughs> you, don't you don't get the get free. You don't get, no, no, you don't get to come over here, grind all upon. I don't know where your ass is been. I don't know the sanitation levels of this damn club. I don't know who else you've been. You've been grinding, you've been grinding on like that. The fuck you doing putting your hands on me? Don't fucking touch Don't fucking touch the same way. The same way we're not supposed to be without permission. Don't fucking you touch me, bitch. Get, the, get, get off me. Hey, I just want you to know, Stubb's been in COVID protocol his whole life then. Like, no, 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 for real. I'm not, COVID, I'm not saying, Stubbs has been in COVID protocol his whole life. I'm not going to lie. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I've never had a lap dance before. I'm not saying at one point I wasn't... See, after, like, when I got... Right around the time I met y'all is when it was like, yo, what are you... What, what why are you, why what, am I doing this? Why am I, why am I getting this lap? Especially because my whole thing is like... Because it started with the club concept. Because okay. we got throwing money at bitches. That's why. That's why you're getting this dance. You said what? I said that's why you're getting this dance. We're throwing money at bitches. I'm sorry. I, I can throw money at you on the stage. I like to see them, them athletes crawl up the pole, make their ass clap in the air. <laughs> hey. I throw it. I, man. Pole dancers. Hey. Oh, hey. Don't get me started. Hell, there was this one time in Hawaii or whatever where the homie it was the homie's birthday or whatever, and I swear, crit money on the floor came on in, in the in this strip club in Hawaii that nobody, or at least nobody out of our circle requested. And I swear to you, between it was a large number of us, but we definitely had a slight, slight drizzle, slight oh, drizzle, slight drizzle, a slight drizzle, of like fifteen hundred dollars went in the air just off that song alone because they was doing their thing. At least they got the money out of me because they was doing their thing on the stage. Mm. Don't. But nah, I don't. You know, I don't even know. It's not. I don't even trust the stripper enough to know like if she wipes good. And what if I show up with like a a, a white a white t shirt on and she gives me a lap dance and all of a sudden there's a stain. It's an unfamiliar stain on my shirt that wasn't there before. She said I'm gonna be hot. So to yeah. avoid all the the whoop wop, don't fucking touch me. Let alone just in general like dancing with chicks in the club and you know usually it's not even dancing. You, you know she's grinding on you and everything like that. Why did she get to have a full sample size of what I'm walking around with and she's not going to fuck? I was waiting on that to come out. I was waiting on yeah. stuff to say that. Like, it's cool. You you don't, you're not, you're not indebted to me to like, to fuck me. But what I'm saying is, is that you don't get to just touch me just all on the free because you're a woman and you just want to know just for the sake of knowing if you're not going to do nothing, if you're not going to do nothing with it, stay your ass over there. Go do that with the nigga that you fucking don't do that shit with me. I'm good. Hmm. Trust me. To hmm. circle it back, God gave us Vaseline and fingers for a reason. Here we go again. <laughs> Call back. Call back. Well, bitch. That's, I mean, it's a different way to look at it. Have y'all heard about this, uh, that new show, that Selena show? Because I'm from Texas. Y'all know I had that. Oh, I ain't watching that shit. You ain't watching it? Why? I'm not watching that shit. Y'all could have told me it was good and I wasn't watching that shit. Why? Why am I watching Selena? 
they need new ideas. I saw them, I saw the movie in the nineties. It was good, I guess. Jay, I, I don't even think I don't know if the movie was as good. About their life and like everything that happened on the road and how it became, like how the manager became to take the money and all that stuff because it wasn't explained fully in the movie. Oh, she got her money stolen. Yes. That's oh, like she TLC by the by the uh, manager. She got killed by her manager. Yes. Oh, and they sold the money. Yes. Oh, that's like, the show. No, that was the movie. Uh, is that her real life? Yeah, it happened to her real. Oh, so that's it. Uh, so I don't need to watch oh. the show now. Wow. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I was trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, was, follow, I was following you. you everybody you that watches this, everybody listens to this, this is how, this is what you do when you try to culture somebody and they just say, fuck it. Right whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying that I don't want to be cultured. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you would have told me about some, you know, like, Spanish food show, I'd been like, bet. What is it on? How I need to watch it? What days do I need to stay up late so I can watch this show? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm not learning. You want me to learn about Selena, about something that's already done happened that all these people already know, just to tell me that you know she got killed by a manager? Man, what's the last Selena song you listened to, Mister Culture? La Bamba. When? Da 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 da. That song? Da 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 da. It's before. He, he, he listened to it because it was on the show. That's the yeah, only thing. Before, before the series, what silly the songs were you listening to? Uh, whatever Michelle played for real, girl. Exactly. She, she's really into Selena more. That's why That's why I've gotten into it more because she's really oh, into it. So You me. said because you're from Texas. It's how you started off the whole conversation. Oh, yeah. Something's not adding up right now. Yeah. I knew about Selena and that she has a statue and all of that because it's ingrained in our history in Texas. So I know about it. He what part of Texas is she from? He was listening to uh, Selena when he was shopping for them earrings. Oh, she from Corpus Christi? Yeah. Oh, she from the Navy base. <laughs> you think she was one of them Navy hood rats? No, her daddy, her daddy came over from Mexico, bro. No. <laughs> she could still be with the Navy hood rats. What do you mean? <laughs> she could still be there, you know. It don't matter where you came from, you know. You live near a Navy base, you know. It'd be like that. Yeah, Ask the girl the Corey. Ask the girl the Corey. Ask the girls of San Diego. <laughs> Ask the girls of Norfolk, Suffolk. Ask the girls in the haunts of Japan. You know what oh, I mean? Right here in D.C. <laughs> and Acosti is right off Malcolm X Boulevard. And Malcolm X right now, bro. And Malcolm X, MLK, in a second. Everybody know MLK in any 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 city is a rough street to be on. And that shit is rough over there. MLK ain't that bad. Nah, he, wasn't that, he wasn't that. He wasn't that bad. But everybody knows MLK Street Boulevard have to do wherever. MLK Street in the hood, bad. bad. Whoa, 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 whoa! MLK, born and raised, it ain't that bad. It's bad. <laughs> Greensboro right. got some. Greensboro got some rough spots too. So you ain't gonna sit here and try to perpetrate with me. I didn't been. <laughs> I didn't been in some very uh, sketchy situations. In Greensboro, just thankful that I got up out of there. You were driving down Julian Street near A and T. We're not even going to talk about A and T and that that debauchery they that was around there. Oh my God, that's a I don't I just don't understand how A and T got put there. Like it just realistically speaking, what's around A and T just does not make sense to me for how much money is in this 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 that's university at this. 
That's how it is for a lot of HBCUs. It's rare. That's the issue they're having up here with power. And I went oh, to so I, I went to this uh, pre-college program back in 04 at Howard. And they, you know, the the one bit of advice that they give us is like, hey, don't walk down Georgia Avenue by yourself, especially at night. And what a dumbass they ain't do? Walking down, walk Georgia, down Georgia Avenue, Avenue by, by yourself at night. at night. And when I said that shit, so that shit back then was definitely like, ah, man, I probably shouldn't do this because this this ain't looking, this ain't looking righteous or whatever. But that shit they doing now, they didn't gentrify all that shit over there. That's the issue. All HBCUs beforehand were in these uh, rough neighborhoods, or at least the majority of them that I know of. Even I think down there in Atlanta with uh, Clark Morehouse. Yeah, Clark, Atlanta, Morehouse, and Spellman all right there in that same area. I believe to be, uh, or at least at one point, rough neighborhoods. I could be wrong, but you know. Mm-hmm. That's just wild how we went full circle like that, though. That's Not right. even meaning to. Not even meaning to how he went full circle like that. I mean, when you're following the goat, that's what he does. Wait a minute, who we following? Uh, I don't know. I was just talking. Huh? Oh, okay. Because uh, I know for a fact he wasn't following Stubblefield. So I mean, oh wow, why couldn't we follow Stubblefield? <laughs> God, we like you like weird hoes. That's why. I like what? You like weird hoes? Yes. I like I weird hoes. Yes. I, know, I need I need details on this. 